When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, welcome to a bonus episode of the Bucketheads podcast. My name is Connor Lamans, and I am sitting outside Chrysler Arena in Ann Arbor, Michigan, after Ohio State's 68-54 victory over the Wolverines. Um, it was kind of an ugly game early going. Neither team was able to find their rhythm uh, in the first half. There was eight minutes to go in the first half. I think the score was like 14 to 14. It was really ugly. Um, but then it started to pick up a little bit in the second half. Uh, EJ Liddell really picked it up in the second half. He told us that a lot of teams don't give him one-on-one opportunities. So tonight when he got a lot of one-on-one opportunities against uh, Musa Diabate and Hunter Dickinson, he said, you know, essentially when he sees a one-on-one ISO situation, he wanted to take those as often as possible. So he ended with 28. He had a very good game. Cedric Russell tied his season high with 12 points. Um, on Michigan's side, Eli Brooks had, I believe, 17 points, which led the team. But Devontae Jones of Michigan had a very good game as well. Uh, not the most efficient shooting, but he did finish with eight points on, I believe, three of 11 shooting. He had 10 rebounds, which was a team high, and he had eight assists. So not too far off from a triple-double. After the game, we talked to Cedric Russell, EJ Liddell, and Chris Holtman about the victory. Talked a little bit about the Rutgers loss and how important this game was after that. Um, and a whole lot of good stuff from Cedric Russell. I even asked him about uh, playing against Devontae Jones again tonight. He and uh, Devontae Jones played against each other in the Sun Belt last season both all-league selections, so he said it was really special to get back on the floor with him. You know, they both took their unique journeys to a new school, and they're back on the same floor. So, without further ado, I will get you to the press conference here with EJ Liddell, Cedric Russell, and Chris Holman. So, I'll just ask it. seemed like you got comfortable shooting the ball early in the game, you hit a couple of big shots in this game. Three in the second half, I think, and uh, that baseline shot. Just, uh, just talk about how comfortable you got out there tonight. Um, just really, uh, like I say, going through my same routine, man, staying sharp, you know. Uh, and it just didn't start this night. It started, you know, earlier this week throughout practice and stuff. Uh, continue to build those good habits. And um, tonight it showed, you know. Like I say, just not getting uh, really discouraged with anything. Just uh, staying in the moment, man, and staying ready. Cedric, after the Rutgers game goes the way that it does, you guys to come out and respond the way that you did today. What did it take to flip the script? Uh, really, man, Coach just challenged us, you know, on the uh, defensive side of things, man. You know, that, uh, the end of that you know, Rutgers game, that last four minutes, we didn't get a stop, you know, and the result was a hell, you know, and we didn't want that you know, to happen again tonight, you know. So um, that was really just challenging us this whole week, you know, on the, 
the defensive side of the ball and uh, tonight we responded. It looked like early on you had some defensive issues with some ball screen stuff that were getting a lot of layups and dumps. Mm-hmm. How did you adjust as that game went on and cut uh, down some of those chances? Oh, uh, really, just man, staying connected. You know, you know, uh, this, uh, you know, this rivalry goes way back. You know, and uh, we don't play every possession perfect. You know, but just staying connected, man, and uh, leaning on each other. And uh, like I said, we didn't play a perfect game, but we played hard and we stayed together and we came up with the win tonight. It seemed like that for you hit like around the three and a half minute mark. Created an atmosphere similar to what that Rutgers game was at least the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Were you guys reminded of that, or did that come to your mind in those <laughs> final like three and a half minutes? Uh, no, not really, man. You know, like I said, we really don't have time to reflect or live on you know past situations, nor the future situations. Just being in the, uh, that moment, you know, and doing everything it takes to you know, come away with the win tonight. So, uh, like I said, we really just like I said, lean on each other and, and, and stay together and stay the course. When they tell you that Nietzsche's not going to be able to play, which he probably knew that from this morning or whatever, but is that in your mind? Did they come to you and say, hey, be ready, you're going to need to play? This was as many minutes I think as you played all year. Um, no, not really. You know, I just know, like, regardless whether, you know, Nietzsche was on the floor or not, you know, I just try to, you know, stay in the mindset of staying ready, you know. And, uh, like I say, just approach every day, you know, and every game with the same mindset, the same routine, and, you know, just taking advantage of each opportunity. Cedric, are these kinds of moments you came to Ohio State for? For sure, for sure, man. Like I said, I didn't come to, you know, waste my time. You know, I came to, to win, man, and, and, and make a statement, you know. And, um, you know, like I say, this team is special. We have a, uh, a great group of guys, and, we, you know, like I say, we, we really can do something man, this year. Special man, you know me and uh, the Bucks have been playing against each other since I think junior year of high school. You know, so uh, it was it was fun to come out and compete and battle against him tonight. You know, and uh, it's just a familiar face out there. But again, he's wearing the Italy jersey, so you know, you know how that goes. But uh, you know, it was just you know scout report. You know, I know it's just, you know most of the this week is just, and, uh, tonight we you know exploited him and attacked him very well. Cedric, so, as Steve said, you haven't played this many minutes before here. What was it like to kind of get into a rhythm and really be out there for significant minutes tonight? It was fun, man. It was fun. And, uh, you know, these guys, you know, they see, you know, everything, you know, everything that I can do in practice. And, uh, you know, this guy to, to my right, he always tells me to stay ready, you know. So um, just really being able to go out there and show that tonight, man, it was really fun. One more from Cedric here. Can I ask you just, uh, this is a big hurdle you guys get over. You're coming off of a loss the other night. You win a big game on the road. Now you have six of your last eight games because of the replacement games are out. Mm-hmm. Can't let off the pedal. Just what? What's all. your thought? I mean, does this really sit you guys in a good frame of mind going into that, or what? Do you um, yeah, but you know, we, we can't get complacent with that. And, uh, you know, just especially around this time of the year, it don't matter if you're home away. It's the, the better team going to win. So uh, just really going and you know to this next week, you know, lock lock and loaded, focus and you know, ready for the opponent. Not really being comfortable, but. Uh, just staying ready, man. Like I say, just to be at home, man, that doesn't mean anything. So just staying ready and uh, ready for the next team. EJ, how, how big was it uh, to get that before? Said, I want you to get next to you. Oh, you oh, thank you. Great job, Cedric. Adam, I'm going to jump right in here. That's all right. How important was Cedric today for you guys? You know, 12 points on the bench. 
Huge. Uh, I mean, you, I feel like guys, I mean, people kind of know that Cedric is a great scorer, like no matter when, where. Uh, coach puts him in the game, I feel like he's going to get a bucket. And uh, it's crucial. Like I said, I tell everybody to stay ready. Honestly, everybody's going to have their big moments, and uh, uh, we're going to need everybody down the stretch. So. DJ, fairly or unfairly, there were a lot of questions asked after the Rutgers game. When it goes down, you're not getting a lot of touches in the last couple of minutes. What did it feel like? What was the mindset coming into this to respond the way that you did as a team and what you did as a team? Play some defense. Uh, that's what, we couldn't get a single stop uh, the last four minutes of that game, but I feel like tonight we came on and did a great job on the defensive end. And uh, it started with me. Uh, like, my effort is contagious, and I feel like I had to keep uh, getting better on that side of the ball. And as I keep doing that, we're going to keep getting better. So. It, it seemed like ball screen defense maybe changes the game out. They were getting a lot of layups and dunks early, and then it got a little bit more difficult for them to get to the break. How did you guys adjust what you were doing defensively to make it more challenging? Uh, I just feel like the coaches did a great job. They are great at making adjustments, uh, letting us know what actions they're going to run. Uh, just a lot of scouting, honestly. Um, just uh, being ready. So. Yeah, it seemed like you guys were in a very similar situation tonight as you were at the record game, like up eight to three and a half minutes ago. Did that ever come to mind for you? Like, it's coming back to like kind of getting revenge on what you guys weren't able to do on Wednesday. Did that come up at all? Uh, they didn't say anything about it, but I definitely thought about it. I was in the huddle just saying, "Get a stop, get a stop." Honestly, uh. If we would have probably got a single stop that game, we could have possibly won. But uh, I wasn't trying to think about it too much. I just knew what it took to uh, go out there and get the victory. And, and to kind of make that statement, I mean, on the road against your rival, I mean, it seems, it seems big. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm curious, what, what what does it mean? Like, how did you just kind of secure that momentum in, against such a uh, on such a big stage? Uh, just staying together. We got better in practice, learn off of film. And like I said, it starts with me on the defense and just being contagious and uh, just showing everybody the effort I give on that end is going to uh, help out a lot. So. You one of the biggest shots of the game, about three minutes to go, you're in the left corner and they didn't get out on you. They just kind of slowed back to you. What's your thought? I mean, well, if they're not coming, I may as well shoot it. Or what, what was going through? Yeah, I was, I was kind of open that Hunter Dickinson jumped, and I couldn't say a single thing after I shot it. But uh, uh, he, hand down, man down. So. DJ, you mentioned your defense quite a bit. Eight points, 17 shots. You were clearly aggressive tonight. What was that like? They were playing me one-on-one. I, I haven't seen that a lot this year. Uh, people not sending lots of help, so I just did what I usually do. Uh, I don't force anything. I just felt like I played my game. And as they kept playing one-on-one, I just kept getting to my spots. Hey, how much of the offense kind of dictated on you guys having a feel for how you're being and whether it's the first five minutes of each half or you know, just different looking? Uh, I started off missing a lot of shots. I think I was like one for six, one for five, one of those. But I can't let that affect the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Shots are going to come. Just playing hard is going to – all that's going to come. Uh, playing in a rhythm, that's why I keep telling guys. Uh, people are missing shots. I, I said I missed a shot. Uh, Zed missed a shot. Kyle missed a shot. We just got to keep playing. I don't think anybody's perfect. So, uh, just playing on the defensive side of the ball, I can't let that affect anything else. When you came back in, I guess at night, you got a free throw at like 11. You came back in like 9.30. Um, they've been playing you straight up. Was Were you going in knowing you were going to be getting those kind of like ISO looks there, basically? I don't come into any single game thinking I'm going to get one-on-one looks. I just I just haven't seen it a lot this year. Uh, usually it's a lot of help, but uh, I just took what they gave me. Uh, I felt like we come out, came out with some bite, honestly. Uh, came out with a lot of toughness. Uh, new guys, I feel like this was their first experience of the rivalry, rivalry but uh, a couple guys on this team knew, knew what it takes. Uh, 
So we just kept implementing that and just kept talking about it. Because it seems like whether it's, you know, better or backward clients that we're, we're even teaching, I, I mean, it seemed like there was a level of aggressiveness that maybe we haven't even seen from mm-hmm. those guys. And Oh, like, I mean, do you feel like is it the rivalry that brings it out of you guys? Is it just coming off of a thing? Like, what is it? I just, uh, it's, it's, it could be a lot of things, but honestly, I just told everybody to play their ass off. No matter what happens, uh, I can live with the results if we win or lose. If we just go out there and play our butts off, uh, leave leave it all out on the court, uh, empty the tank. So that's why I just kept implementing. And you think when you talk about defense, you one block that probably over your own bench. Um, how does that impact the game? How did you feel that start to change the flow of the game and you are able to be as aggressive as you are blocking shots like that? Uh, I love blocking shots. I feel like they uh, like change the momentum of the game. Honestly, uh, it just gives us a lot more energy. Uh, it's like a highlight player except on the defense end, so I love that about uh, the team. So, like I said, it's contagious and it'll keep getting better. Thanks, you, Jeff. Thank you, Thank you. <laughs> Uh, listen, uh, obviously great win, great road win, uh, tremendous respect for this team uh, here that we played. I think they're they're really good. They're well coached. They're talented. Juwan does a great job. It's a great, great road win. Um, you know, I think it was a, a certainly a collective effort from a lot of guys. Uh, we responded uh, from, uh, you know, obviously a gut punch the other night uh, and, and uh, responded like uh, I, I felt like this team – and I didn't know if we'd win or, or not, but I knew that we would respond the right way because uh, you know, because of, of the leadership of our group. I thought uh, Kyle and EJ and Justin uh, and Jamari really led this group the last couple of days. Uh, you know, it's becoming a player-owned team, which is what you want, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of them. Obviously, <laughs> we have these guys again here on senior night. We'll need to be even better. Uh, we need to have a good couple of days of preparation for Minnesota. EJ was very clear that he wanted to talk a lot about defense and, and playing with more play on that end. Will somebody please, sorry to cut you off, will somebody please, somebody outside of the people who follow our program, and you guys do, start talking about EJ as a player of the year in this league. He is deserving. He is deserving to be in that conversation as a player of the year. And I'm on him as much as everybody every day, every day. But I don't hear his name mentioned. I don't know why I don't hear his name mentioned. Okay? Granted, we got to we gotta keep winning. We got to win more, whatever. But he's got to be mentioned in that conversation. The year he's had has been phenomenal. And to your point, he's, he's getting better at leading on that end. And he's, he's asking a lot of, uh, I mean, it's asking a lot of him. But he should just want to talk about defense because – he was phenomenal on offense, but our team defense cut us off. But please, like he's deserving of being in that conversation. Year's not over. He's got to keep working. But he's EJ Liddell is deserving to be in the conversation of, of, of player of the year in this league, as, as long as we keep doing well. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's fine. Um, the, the way that he was able to impact the game at that end, he I mean, obviously blocking shots, but it just seemed like as a team, you were allowing some dunks and layups early. 
but it got tighter as the game on. How are you able to start affecting them with your defense, and how big was EJ in front of that? Oh, I thought he had a couple tremendous blocks. Um, I thought individually he got caught behind the post too much. Uh, that, I thought it, it's, he, he got tired, and I, I probably should have pulled him out. Um, but uh, Cedric's plays were, I thought, in some ways the difference of the game. Charge he took, the two loose balls, the offensive pop he gave us. Um, I thought uh, he was tremendous. I thought Kyle was really good at battling, obviously, a really talented player in Dickinson. Along that line with Liddell, five-point game with three minutes to go. They failed to get out on him in the corner. He yeah. makes a shot. Basically, you're in a really good spot after that. You're up eight. Is that the kind of play a player of the year yeah. makes it? That's the shot of the game in some regard. Yeah. Well, we've been in, we've been up eight in the last couple of minutes before. <laughs> so, um, as a coach, you know it's a long game from that point, Steve. Um, but uh, yes, that that is a big time shot from from a big time player. They were changing their defenses, uh, Steve. So um, they have, you know, they really. Uh, you know, bothered Purdue. Now they played them the second time in a week, but they really bothered them with their their changing defenses. In that particular possession, Steve, they they had they had changed their defense, and we were able to space them kind of with five out in the corner, and, and EJ made a big play. He also talked about he does he's not used to getting that much one on one coverage. Yeah. How how do you see a player like that when he recognizes that that is different than in a lot of games? How did you see him? I don't know if that changes the mentality, but how did you see him take advantage of that? You know, we were okay with him dribbling into post-ups. You know, it's not always the prettiest offense uh, when you're kind of dribbling into a post-up, but he's really good with that, Adam. Um, and we felt like we were going to stick with with his ability to kind of drive into a post-up. And, and uh, we knew they would stay home. We, we've got a pretty good shooting team, so they were going to lock into Justin or lock into Malachi or lock into Cedric for sure. And we knew that they – no, we knew going in that it would probably be single coverage with him because their length's really good. No, I think uh, a little bit of both. I think we took our team's best shot for most of the night. Um, we talk about that a lot, you know, TBS, TBS, your team's best shot. We want to be aggressive on attack. We shoot a lot of threes. We're fine shooting a lot of threes. Uh, but in this particular game, they extend and really prevent you from getting open threes. And then for Cedric to do what he did, how much does that kind of improve you guys as a staff? Exactly what he used to yeah, yeah. We, uh, he's got to keep. He's got to keep doing that. He's not always going to have a game like this. But again, I thought his his defense uh, is the reason. Uh, and we had a shorter rotation tonight, so in some ways, maybe that helped him get in a little bit better rhythm. Maybe I got to look at that shortening our rotation a little bit more. Uh, I don't know, but uh, he was phenomenal. I've been out in time decision. Yeah. You talked about wanting, you know, disappointed in some of the stuff you've been through to start things tonight and to play, especially defensively, as you talked about the way you did. 
I'm just, you know, I'm really proud of Gene's continued growth as a player. I think he's got, um, you know, he's got a foot that's bothering him right now, and, but he fought through it and he needs to continue to fight through it because we need him. Uh, but I think he is important for this group. He's important for our program now and moving forward. Um, and he's got an ever evolving game. He's a bigger wing, which you need at this level. Um, he's got versatility on both ends. So I was proud of him. Speaking of Cedric, I mean, hitting a jumper, when he hits the jumper with three and a half minutes to go, does the alarm bells come off? Like, you go in your head knowing what happened on Wednesday? Or yeah, that like yeah, I was asked that question earlier. Not, not really. Um, you know, listen, I've, you've been, I've been doing this long enough, you know, um, you know, that games can, can turn in a, you know, people don't really, three and a half minutes is a really long time. You're talking about as many as eight, nine more possessions, 10 more possessions in a game. You know, I think it's not always, you know, maybe people from the outside don't always get that. But if you've been in the arena, you understand how long a college basketball game is at three and a half to go. You look at coming off Rutgers. Your season, in a lot of ways, if you don't win this game, I mean, it, you know, I don't want to say you go to a tailspin, but how important is it to come out of here with a win? And now, six of your last eight are home. I'm not saying you can take a deep breath or anything, yeah, right. but just psychologically, this has got to be a big lift after Wednesday night. Yeah, it is, Steve. And obviously, we, you know, we're playing a great opponent who just came off a big win. I think they're really gifted. I've talked about, um, you know, the job. I think, you know, like we've got great respect for, uh, Juwan and the job he does and the players here. So I think that that makes it, uh, um, you know, a good win. But listen, we'll, when we play them on senior night, we're going to have to we're gonna have to play well. And, you know, we're going to have to play well on Tuesday at home versus a, a good Minnesota team. Uh, so I think that's our focus right now, Steve, is getting ready, getting better through film on Sunday, getting ready on Sunday and Monday for a Minnesota team that, you know, could certainly, uh, it, it, you know, is a good team, uh, bottom line. So that's, I don't think big picture right now, Steve, because it can get you, I know, again, fans are fans. I don't think big picture. I just think stay in the moment and stay working on getting better. Two more, sir, over here on the right. First, I guess when it comes to uh, EJ, and just like what you're putting on him, whether it's minutes being played or, or whatever, I mean, just how much, um, how much are you going in with an idea of, you know, minute here, minute there. We're going to get him out, get him right back in at nine thirty. You know, yeah. How do you play that out? A lot, and and you're probably happy you dismissed my rant about EJ and, and him being player of the year uh, in, in the player of the year conversation and deserving of that. I, I just, it is something I think about a lot. Can we get him a a minute right before the media? Um, because we see it most in his defense, and we need him a lot defensively. Um, but we see it as kind of effort plays and defense when he's really tired. And he has such, you know, it's such a load offensively carries for us. So I, I was aware of that late. I took him out late against um, Rutgers. And to be honest with you, I, I wish I would have subbed him better in the last eight minutes because he, he got tired in that game. And uh, I didn't think I subbed him as well as I needed to. And I was a little bit mindful of that. That's why I used a timeout when I did as you mentioned Kyle earlier, and when you look at the box score, I haven't, I haven't looked at it, but I don't think he's going to jump up the box score in this game. Like, 
was clear he was giving you some things that Tyler Young yes. gives you. And I know his statistics haven't been what they normally are lately, but is he starting to get into something where even if he's not giving you points, rebounds, whatever, he's giving you the effort to play as no doubt. I mean, we we don't we don't come close to winning a game tonight without Kyle. And I don't know what he, I don't know what he scored. I don't know what his rebounds were. We don't come close. He battled a bigger guy, a really talented player. Uh, deflected balls. Was able to switch some and get some and change some shots with guards. Got some extra possessions. Fought fought like hell, like he normally does. You know, he he's you know listen. You know, games a lot a lot of games matter to him. This one. No matter an Ohio kid, this one means a lot to him. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you.